Welcome to Brown Bag Religion, the MF Casser podcast. So welcome everyone. It's good to see you all here today. And I hope you had a very nice break and that it was refreshing and, you know, warm and sunny and spring is here and whatever. So um, I am delighted to have Julie Monchamp with me today. Um, Julie is a postdoctoral fellow in the ERC uh, project, Deconstructing Early Christian Metanarratives, directed by Victor, Victor Gika, and an expert on ancient ceramics. She will, oh yes, she will talk with us today about ceramics from the early Christian period in Egypt. And um, most of you have been here before, and you know already that she's going to talk for 13 minutes, maybe 13 and a half. <laughs> and then we have 13 minutes for discussion. And if you want to pose a question, you can either do it online uh, in the chat function on Zoom or here uh, using the microphone that stands over here. Um, yeah, that is all I need to say. The floor is yours, please. Thank you. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Um, so I will talk today about my ongoing research uh, here at MF, which is part of the DECREAM project. DECREAM project focuses on material culture of 4th century Christianity in Egypt, and it includes several research fields, and one part is devoted to ceramic study. It's actually the first time that I'm talking about my work without showing any pottery. <laughs> so because I don't have any visual aid, I decided to speak more about the process of this research and to explain why or how it is challenging. Mm -hmm. One of the main components of the CRIM is the database named Forecare, which compiles archaeological sites and artifacts identified as Christian and dated or datable to the fourth century, any kind of artifact textual or not, including ceramics. But my work does not focus on ceramics that could be identified as Christian, as Christian, but it concerns ceramics in general. So there's no religious aspect, and the purpose of this research is more about to know what type of ceramics were in use at that time, whether they came from a Christian context or not. And the results of this study are intended to be in a form of a catalog. And this catalog is meant to be a sort of a manual or a tool for scholars interested in this period. So I will present you what has been already done and what still needs to be done. But first, I should mention that uh, under the term ceramic, I refer to vessel and objects made of fire clay related to domestic activities, including local and imported ceramics. It includes also category like amphora and lamps, but it does not include, for example, figurines or terracotta. The chronological frameworks need also to be defined. The fourth century is, let's say, the, four, the, the target of the CREAM project. It corresponds to the end of the Roman period, but also to the beginning of the Byzantine period, depending on the publications. In my research, I prefer to use the term late Roman, but of course I keep the terminology used by the, the authors if I have to cite their work. Ceramics are generally found in large amounts on archaeological sites and can eventually provide dating as the typology evolution can sometimes assign a shape to a specific period. 
but it's not always the case, and it depends on how much advanced the knowledge on ceramic is. The dating issue is one of the main problems in, in, in this research, because when it comes to dating pottery, it's very hard to limit it to only one century, especially in Egypt, where ceramic shapes generally evolved very slowly, slowly over time. You can have the same shape with a considerable longevity, which is unrelated to historical change. This makes it hard to pinpoint any particular shape to a short period, and one century is a short period in the typology evolution. So the chronological framework of my research is a bit larger than the fourth century. So the first step of my work was dedicated to bibliographical research in order to collect as much data as, post as, as possible. Because I'm normally working on medieval period, I had very few publications on this subject. The MF library and libraries in Oslo and in Norway in general have almost nothing on this sub specific subject. So my original plan was to go to Cairo and study at the library of the French Institute, uh, where I could find almost all the references with an easy access. But my plan was disturbed, of course, by the COVID crisis. And like for all of us, it was too complicated to travel. So from here, I've been contacted colleagues to get some of the references. And also with the help of the MF library, I could order many books and articles. And I'm grateful for this help. I've been checking a large amount of references that might contain information about fourth century ceramics in Egypt, mainly archaeological publications. The first observation that I made during this research, and it's actually more of a confirmation, is that ceramics from this specific period is very little known compared to other periods. It's like a lack between two phases. Ceramics from the Roman time from the first to the beginning of the third century and ceramics from the fifth and the sixth century are better known. But in between, for the third and the fourth century, available data are very limited. One of the reasons is because, as I said before, ceramics are difficult to identify unless you find them in a very good context, undisturbed context, with other finds that you can date, like coins or ostraca, or if you can make C14 analysis on specific material. In that case, you might be able to date the ceramics, but this kind of discovery is unfortunately quite rare. So in many cases, the dating was based on importations. Imported ceramics are better known, especially during the Roman and the late Roman time, with the trade of sigillata over all the Mediterranean countries. Some of these sigillata are well dated and easy to identify, but it's not so much the case for the third and the fourth century, at least in Egypt. And it's worth mentioning that while importation can sometimes provide dating, it should be kept in mind that like coins, their, their life cycle can be much longer and they can be used and reused. So pottery of the fourth century is still very difficult to identify. It is therefore hard to make a catalog of it. 
but what is feasible is to summarize the available data and to present it in a visual form, which will be a kind of an illustrated state of research. So after a, uh, after a year of bibliographical research, I have compiled uh, the results in a table by listing publication mentioning ceramics datable to the fourth century, published or not. It's a sort of analytical bibliography with indications about the archaeological context and information on, on what kind of, pot of material was found and how the material was dated for each site. The listing is organized geographically by region and from this table, uh, a map of Egypt was also realized showing the sites where ceramics datable to the fourth century have been identified. And in the table, I also made a kind of classification or ranking by highlighting references with published material with, let's say, the most reliable data. <coughs> and by reliable data, I mean that I chose sites where archaeological contexts were preserved and not disturbed. And if possible, I chose sites where the material was not only dated by comparison. I have also selected sites where it was possible to date the ceramics in a range of maximum two centuries, like three, three fourth or four fifth, but no more. I didn't choose, for example, ceramics dated from late Roman period or Byzantine period because it's not precise enough. From this selected references, let's say the best one in bracket, I made another selection of ceramic drawings published by choosing the well-preserved examples and I redrew all of them to have homogeneous illustration and to have all the drawings at the same scale. The scale issue was a bit of a struggle because each publication is different and sometimes there's no scale, sometimes the scale is not accurate. But anyway, now the figures and the layout of the plates are done. I have just started now the last phase of this research, writing, to publish this research. So this publication will include a part presenting the ceramics from the selected sites organized by region. So those sites are, I show, I brought them up to show you where they are in Egypt. So um, in the Western Oasis, you have the sites of Amhaida, Ain el Gedida, and Ismat al Harab, which are in the Dakhla Oasis. In the Kharga Oasis, you have the sites of El Deh and Dush. Along the Nile Valley, there's sites like El Ashmunheim, Ashubis, Koptos, Karnak, and Todd. In the Northwest Delta, there's Tel El Her and Pelusium. And in the south of Egypt, you get Sienne, the old city of Elephant, uh, of uh, Aswan, and uh, Berenike on the Red Sea coast. So uh, the sites um, located in the Western Oasis have provided so far the richest information on fourth century material, thanks to their good preservations probably because they are located in some marginal areas where they were not disturbed by later occupations. 
but this geographical uh, distribution should be should first be taken as reflecting what I've been able to find in the available literature and should not be over-interpreted. Each site has his uh, own characteristics, but common elements can be noticed, like some specific ceramics, which are mentioned in various locations and not only on the selected site, but all over Egypt. And those ceramics will be presented uh, in a second part by specific category. And it will be mainly the lamps, uh, the importations. So imported ceramics are, at that time are mainly uh, the uh, North African sigillata, which are coming from Tunisia. And there will be also the anforas, the local and the imported one. And also one particular type of ceramics named uh, the Oasis Red Slipware, which is an Egyptian imitation of the sigillata, which are found mainly in, the, uh, in uh, Dakhla and Kharga Oasis. And another part will present the, the analytical bibliography with the map and a list of ongoing research that are about to release a new data. And there will be, of course, a discussion on the main results uh, of this research. And I thank you for your attention. <laughs>